Hey, welcome back to another Get Geekish podcast from self-isolation. That's right. Uh, Spino, joined by my cohort, Derek. Isolation <laughs> Island, population two? Or no, I guess we are on our own island. Yeah, you've got an island with three. I've got an island with three. Yeah, anyway, it's confusing. You know, every, every everyone's in that thing, that same moment right now. Not everybody, but the majority of people right now are in that situation of, you know, the days blend together and everything's not normal. It's, it's a little odd, to say the least. But uh, thanks so much for spending your time with us uh, for another one of the podcasts this week. And we're going to talk about uh, something that we can all enjoy at this juncture, uh, more movies. And we're going to talk about sequels, <laughs> but not just any sequels. Sequels that were, in some cases, surprisingly better than the original movies. Well, and what made me think of this was tomorrow we have Trolls 2 coming to your home theater. And it has the potential to be good, if not better than the first one, because honestly, the first one was very entertaining. It was surprisingly entertaining for what it was. So. I'll, I'll give you that too. Having a daughter, I would if I didn't have a what, she was probably five when that came out at the time. I probably would not have seen Trolls, but I saw it and it was like as you said, hey, this is pretty good. Okay, <laughs> has the humor in it, and it just got me thinking. Like, you know, everybody has those high hopes for sequels, and a lot of times sequels let us down. But then there's also those times where sequels improve on the situation, and I'm just going to go ahead and just get this one out of the way. You know, a lot of people say that Empire Strikes Back is one of the best sequels out there. Yep, yep. So now that we got that out of the way, we don't need to dive into it. You know, <laughs> we don't discuss which one of the Star Wars. And and I think I'm going to preface this right now that if we go through any of these lists, when there's more than one movie, we can just pick one that's better than the original and call it good. We don't need to go through Harry Potter and be like, oh, well, two is better than one, and three was better than two, and five was better than three. It will just pick one and go with it, so we don't have to dive down that yeah, but then the, it, it gets into the gray area too because the sequel by definition is the second movie right so if you get go down into like the third the fourth the fifth the sixth that's kind of like it's a sequel of a sequel of a sequel yeah, you you would hope i know michael bay's not paying attention but you would hope that something number <laughs> five should be better than something number one <laughs> You would think if, if it's lasted that long, you've got to put at least a little bit of effort into it. I think it's also the difference, too, of the difference between a movie that was planned to have a sequel or a movie that succeeded really well and they took the time to properly write a second sequel versus the cash grab of, holy crap, we stole tickets to this. Make another one. <laughs> yeah, there's actually quite a few. I think the 80s did that a lot, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Every time if a movie was successful, there was a second one filming right away. They didn't need it. Because I, I, I don't want to throw one of the budget because I love the trilogy, but I feel kind of that way about the Back to the Future movies. Yeah, two, I, Back to the Future is amazing. I, two I was two, two was very a lot, but yeah, two two was still entertaining, super entertaining. But I think had they spent just a little more time working some storyline to it, maybe take another year or so, it could have been even better. And number three seemed to be like, yeah, whatever. What what new hat can we put on this to merchandise it? And again, mm -hmm. I still enjoy it, still like it, but I feel like uh, the, the Hollywood bigwigs definitely uh, cranked those a little faster than they needed to. Well, I mean, look at all the Land Before Times as well, so. <sighs> I, I, that still baffles me. I want to see how many there actually are. Because I knew that growing up there was a Land Before Time, and then when we worked at, I worked at a video store, so I knew there was like a third and a fourth one or something like that. But I was I looking through. I think there's through, like nine now. Oh, I think there's in the teens. 
What? I thought it was a double. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see here. Oh, Land Before Time series. Because I looked and I'm like, there's no way there's more than five. And it was. Oh, God. I think at one point I knew there was at least seven of them. Land Before Time films. Land Before Time. The Great Valley Adventure, The Time of the Great Giving, Journey Through the Mists, Mysterious Island, Secret of the Source Rocks, Stone Cold of Fire, Big Freeze, Journey to Big Water, The Great Long Neck Migration, Invasion of the Tyrannosaurus, The Great Day of the Flyers, Wisdom of the Friends, and Journey to the Brave. There are 14 Land Before Time movies. Eesh. That's too many. Yeah. That's too many. <laughs> so obviously we won't be talking about them because I've never seen more the other ones. I No, I take that back. I may have seen the second one or the third one once, but... I think animated I movies know. were also also notorious for having horrible sequels. I look at how many Disney sequels were straight to home video and didn't even have the same actors in them. True. Uh, you're like, oh, look. I will, <laughs> I will say that Kronk's new groove or whatever was fairly entertaining for being a direct-to-video sequel, as well as I think it was Lion King one and a half. Yeah, Kronk's, Kronk's New Groove, that was a good one. And the fact that it, it wasn't just a sequel to a movie, it took a different character and kind of did something else with it. So mm-hmm. many other movies, it's like, there's a plot that finished up and then we're just trying to make up another story now. That's like, oh, let's take this other character and go off a whole new tangent. Well, I think with Kronk's New Groove, too, they probably realized they couldn't get David Spade back and didn't want to go the route of getting somebody doing a David Spade impersonation of uh-huh. doing a llama, so... Yeah, but we can afford Patrick Warburton. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give Disney we're credit already, though that they we're already rail. yeah that uh, <laughs> lately Disney sequels have have gotten better. I I I I would go on record saying that Frozen Two is probably a better movie than Frozen One. I own it. I have not seen it just because of my distaste for Frozen. Mm-hmm. I don't have the distaste for it, but it, I mean, they, they both have plot holes. There's a movie about magical Disney princesses with ice and whatnot, but they took the time, like, was it six or seven years between to actually make up a story that goes with it? So I, I, I feel like it's slightly better done and a little bit more in depth of a story than the first one. And the Toy Story movies actually keep getting better. Wreck-It Ralph, I'm on the fence. <laughs> I love the yeah, second one, Ralph, but it, it was, was still entertaining, but it wasn't better than the first one. Yeah, and it, I think the villain and the ending kind of just dropped off for that one. But they've kind of made it a a, a thing now that almost every new Disney movie comes out, you plan there's going to be two or three or four of them now. Yeah. And, hey, you know what? I have been that parent where like, please just make another one of these so I don't have to watch the same one over and over and over and over again so I can't fault them for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's talk about some big kid movies We've talked a lot about Child Kid friendly movies uh, mm-hmm. One of the uh, the results from IMDB They uh, polled people on what the best Sequel by the original was They put The Dark Knight As being top of that list Yeah I could see that Because well, I mean Batman Begins was kind of like a revamp Of the series They were doing something a little bit different And it worked And Christopher Nolan went You know what I know what we can do next. And they just increased on that story. They made the, the story better, the active. It was just, it was all around better. Yeah. And then in my opinion, they lost it with the third one, but you know, that's not what we're discussing. So. Yeah. I still, it's still entertaining, but not as good. Uh, number two on the list. Another one I can fully get behind. 
Terminator 2 Judgment Day outdoes Terminator, hands down. Uh, it outdoes all of the other ones. <laughs> Every one it since. Is, it is by far the best one in, the, in that series. Uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King. I could go with that, but that's based on source material when the, the first Lord of the Rings book is nothing but introductions, so I'm going to give that a little bit of a mulligan. A lot, it's funny that Return of the King is on there because a lot of people that I know prefer Two Towers over Return of the King. I actually really like Return of the King, but... Uh, too. I, I think it goes on there, too, because uh, Two Towers left so much of a cliffhanger that I feel like a lot of people felt kind of gypped when it's just gotcha. standing on its own. This one I might have a beef with, but maybe I'm just not remembering it correctly because I have not seen the Godfather movies in probably decades at this point. But a lot of people mm. say the Godfather Part 2 is better than the original Godfather. In my mind, I remember the sequels not being very good, but maybe I'm thinking of the third one being terrible. I, it's, it's, it's all a yeah. little blurry. <laughs> if I remember, because it's been a hot minute since I've seen those, the third one was kind of just like, it, it, I think it was the Hollywood cash grab. Like, or they just had some source material that they're like, "Hey, we could wrap things up in a third movie," and you're like, "Does it need to be?" And they're like, "Yeah, maybe." I think two was good. Yes, yeah, it's maybe uh, we need to rewatch that. We have time. Yeah, we put it on a list to go on there. Uh, another one that I don't have feelings either way on: of Aliens being better than Alien. I agree. Okay. okay. I mean, okay. Well, here's my problem with that: they're two. Similar movies, but totally different. Because the first one was all about just one, and building the suspense and a you know a small spaceship and everything like that. Two was about a whole bunch of them, and it just it was it was an all-out action flick rather than a suspense thriller horror type mm-hmm. thing with the first one. But I personally prefer the second one over the first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the list also makes the the good, the bad, and the ugly. I think you actually brought that up a couple weeks ago. The fact that it's a, yeah, a, it's, a, it's a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Trek Two: Rathacon. I, I'm going to go out here. And, I'm going to say this too. That that gives one of the most iconic lines of Star Trek movies ever. But the '80s also did a thing where any movie, such as Star Trek: The Motion Picture, any movie that had the name "The Motion Picture" in it was probably not the best work <laughs> of anybody involved. Like, it was bad enough when they had to do so many things like Superman the movie, Transformers the movie, like it was a big deal. But then when it was Star Trek, the motion picture. What? what, Really? Yeah. (laughs) Do you drive around around Toyota the truck? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So, what, that was like the top five right there? Oh, that goes to about top eight right there. You already list off eight of them already? Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also goes Mad Max 2, The Ruled Warrior. I would um, agree. 100% agree on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Potter. It lists Prisoner of Azkaban as the best sequel. But I, I feel like the A Harry Potter movies just pretty much continually got better almost throughout the entire series. Yeah, I would. I thought, you know, a lot of people didn't like that one because it was so short and they left out a lot of the source material. Yeah. This is people on IMDb voting, though, so, you know, those are things. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll just go through some of the listening. The Toy Story 3, Evil Dead 2, then there's the Two Towers, uh, Spider-Man 2, Born Supremacy, Goldfinger, Desperado, Batman Returns, 
Lethal Weapon 2. Hmm. And, and I feel like this list, it goes through just a bunch of trilogies and movies again, too, which right. is kind of sad because you're like, well, if especially if they're planned trilogies, it's much easier to know ahead of time, but we're going to make three movies and here's how it's going to work when you're going into it ahead of the time. Uh, I think Army of Darkness to me, does that count as a sequel? <laughs> I mean, Army of I, Darkness is way better than Evil Dead 2. But I, I know Evil I was Dead say, 2 you, is better than Evil Dead 1. So Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be with you on that one. We're probably making a lot of uh, B-movie horror fanatics very angry right now, but I like Army of Darkness much better than either of the Evil Deads. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Well, I'm surprised that none of the Indiana Joneses are on there. Well, that's tough, too, because Raiders of the Lost Ark, or no, it was, uh, was the Raiders first? It was Raiders of the yeah. Lost Ark, and then Temple of Doom, and then um, Last Crusade. Those are the only ones that I will acknowledge. Yeah, those three are all great. I mean, even being the first one, Raiders was still a great movie. It's tough to say that any one of those is noticeably better than the others. I really liked, like, as a kid, and I still enjoy it now, but it, I really like Temple of Doom. A lot of people don't. Um, but I think out of all three of them, the Last Crusade might be the strongest. I don't know though, because Raiders of the Lost Ark is still pretty good. Yeah, it's they they all have their their own little pieces to it. If I if, if, if I try and make myself think, okay, I like Raiders best. Raiders is best, and then I say, oh, but the Temple of Doom thing with the 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 the, the heart eating and all that. Oh, that's oh oh, and then and then oh. and the Last Crusade, the guy with the cup and the goblet. Oh, that was uh, okay. So they're all good. Okay, what about this? Because a lot of people are indifferent about this. Ghostbusters 2. Not near as good as the original. I still enjoyed it, but it definitely, it didn't have near the heart that the first one did. Maybe, I don't know. For some reason, I enjoy it more than the first one, but that's just me. Yes, and maybe I was. I can I was, see where you're coming from, though. I was just old enough for it that a lot of the stuff they did in the movie, like I was just old enough to realize this is just because you want to sell new stupid toys, isn't it? <laughs> and, All right. And, and but but like I said again, not dissing Ghostbusters two, but I, I still think Ghostbusters one holds better. Now Gremlins two, I'll give that a candle over Gremlins one. Yeah, it, it was a lot more entertaining. I feel like that, that almost did an Army of Darkness. The first Gremlins still tried to be a little bit of a horror movie, I feel like. And the second one just went straight up camp like, all right, we've got slimy Muppets. Let's make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you think of any of the, the Marvel movie sequels? Um, let's see. A lot of people say Winter Soldier is the best one, and that's a that's a sequel to Captain America. Um, I enjoyed Civil War; it was entertaining for what it was. I, I'd say mm, I don't know Guardians Two. I still feel like Guardians One is better than Guardians Two, but yeah, they're both it had good, its but moment. Yeah, I I think my favorite of the Marvel ones would have to be uh, Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I like all the, the other movies, day because like, I hadn't seen it in a while. It was good. Because I went out there and I was not expecting much when Thor came out because I remember when they were making Thor the movie. I'm like, really? Of all the characters they could pick, they're picking freaking Thor? All right, let's see what this is all about. 
and I thoroughly enjoy it. I still liked Dark World too, even though a lot of people say it was a garbage movie. But Ragnarok mm-hmm. was one of the most entertaining MCU movies, in my my humble opinion. I will agree with that humble opinion. <laughs> it's not so humble anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I forget there's some not so great ones. So I look at some of these other lists that websites compiled from Screen Rant. They uh, say Hellboy Two is way better than Hellboy One. Eh, that could be an argument to add, I suppose. I could see that. Superman 2 being better than Superman? Well, see, a lot of the things, too, is I think, you know, where they made these movies, you know, on a whim or whatever, and they didn't anticipate them to blow up. Then they blew up, and they're like, okay, well, now we have a budget, so we can do things bigger and better and come up with a better story and do better graphics and better action. I think that might have been the case for like Hellboy, mm-hmm. you know, where they're only like limited so much. And then Hellboy two, or they came out and it was a hit, and they're like, all right, well, what can we do to improve this? So they went and improved it. Um, like I, I'll say that what is it, Dark of the Moon or whatever is the best in the Transformers series. The the Michael oh, Bay the new one. The Michael Bay movies. Yeah, Dark of the Moon was pretty good. As far as it, I mean, it wasn't great, but it, it, it butchered characters. But at least it had a lot of different characters, and it still kind of made sense along with the storyline that was happening. Right. I still can't get over what they did to poor Devastator, but <laughs> no, that was that was in the Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, Dark of the Moon was one with Leonard Nimoy as the robot guy that was the you know. They thought he was a good guy, and then he's a bad guy. Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that one. Yeah, that that makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. I got you. Got my got my back there. We're good with that. <laughs> trying to think, there was. I don't know. I like a lot of crappy sequels, I guess, because I like Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure. Oh, the board games versus death is awesome. That's that's one yep. that it's tough. I don't I, I don't know if I could say that one's better than the first because the first one's just so good, but that was a great sequel. <laughs> I wonder how many of these movies the, the sequels could be that we went back in time with our discussion. How many of these sequels, if you watched them without watching the first one, would still be any good? That's true. Like the like kind of like a standalone type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think the, you, you brought up the exact same point, too, of a lot of studios get this thing where they have this really great movie and it succeeds. And, okay, we've got to make a second one, so now we've got this big budget to do it. But they've already kind of, like, blew their wad as far as storytelling. So they're having to scrape together a Mod Podge story, but they got a bunch of money to make it look pretty. <laughs> I wonder if that's what happened with Ghostbusters. That could be. I mean, I mean, from what I've gathered, if you uh, you watch the, uh, I forget what it's called now. It's the basically the the toys that made us. They have a f- movies that made a series on Netflix about. And there's one on Ghostbusters. Fascinating watch for 30 minutes of your time. But there was a, a lot of behind the scenes drama that went on with the making of all the Ghostbusters movies. <laughs> I believe it. Like between Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and the producers, the people like there there was. There was a lot of, uh, we'll just say, stuff going on back there. So you could see that uh, 
it over it overcame some hurdles. We'll put that that on the paper. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out. I like okay. movie drama. <laughs> okay, here's my the the final movie that's better than the other ones. I will say that Logan is hands down the best Wolverine movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, in fact, Logan and Deadpool are the best X Men movie. Of course, Deadpool was kind of like unofficial X Men, but mm-hmm. yeah, no. Logan was by far way better than Deadpool one or Deadpool any of the Wolverines. Would you go Deadpool one or Deadpool two? Mm, probably still the first one. Mm. The second one had a lot of great moments in it, though. But I think that's the case too. Is like they only had a certain amount of money for the first one, and then they got a bigger budget for the second one, and look what happened. So yeah, it's easy, easy to overcome a few things, and you can afford some big name actors and some special effects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and technically, Silence of the Lambs is a sequel. That's true. To Red Dragon. No, it's a the mm, sequel, it, sequel to Maneater. Or Manhunter. Red Dragon is the sequel well, to Sons of the Lambs. Right? No. So, <laughs> I'm going to school you. So, school Manhunter you. was based off of Red Dragon, um, and then Sons of the Lambs came out, and then Hannibal came out, and then they did Red Dragon back, because it's the, the actual series of the book is Red Dragon, Sons of the Lambs, Hannibal. So, and then, so they did Red Dragon after the fact with Edward Norton, I think, and Ralph Finesse, a.k.a. Voldemort. And Red Dragon is actually pretty good for going back to being a prequel, but Silent the Lambs, I think, is still the strong set of the series. I, I feel like Hollywood shot itself in the foot with that one as far as, like, can't you just do them in the same order they were made? But maybe they're trying well, to pull all like, Star Wars action out of it too. Like nobody needs to know the backstory. Well, I think, I think at the time the reason they did Sounds of the Lambs was because the book, like, was more popular. Could be I don't know. I will say that Angels and Demons is far better than the Da Vinci Code movie. Movies, yeah, that one is far better. I was just let down by those movies. I I still watched them and it was entertaining, but. Those books to me, those Dan Brown books, were page turners, and you just couldn't wait to happen to happen next. Like you'd pick up that book, right. and you had to and read they, with a few days. It was just a nonstop <laughs> drama, and you saw the movie, and you're like, "There, that was it." Like, okay, Tom Hanks solves some crimes, cool. Uh, like there, there wasn't any feeling of like watching the movie, even when the big turns happened. I was watching it with somebody mm-hmm. that hadn't read the book, and they still. We're not surprised at all at the turns that happened in the movie. They're like, oh, okay, yeah, I was expecting that. And like, in the book, it twisted your soul. <laughs> that little creep <laughs> in the wheelchair turned out to be the bad guy. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Came out 20 years ago, right? I mean, that, that's a whole podcast we can do right there. The books <laughs> compared to movies. <laughs> it's a pretty one-sided argument, though, in most cases. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's another series, too, is the Hunger Games. Would you say that whatever the second one, what is it, Catching Fire? Is that the second one is better than the first one? Uh, well, it's it's like you said, it's it's better done than the first one. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a better movie because that's that's my feelings on the Hunger Games books in general. Is the first couple of books are really good, and the series goes downhill like 
book number three is just not a great story the way they end it. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like <laughs> even if number three was a far superior movie, the story in it would have sucked, so it didn't even stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> now, how about a cash grab for a movie I loved, but was not a very good movie and was a complete cash grab? Was Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, not as much as a cash grab as Ninja Turtles 3, but yeah. <laughs> Secret of the Ooze was just a lot of fun. Plus, they gave us that great song by Vanilla Ice, so... Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. But why did they make Toka and Razor look like that? Like, why didn't know, they just will, start with Bebop and Rocksteady? Considering that you brought up the sequel to the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the sequel to Michael Bay Ninja Turtles is far better than the first one. That was a surprise. I remember we, we saw them on the drive-in together, right? Mm-hmm. And I was not expecting much yeah, because that, the first, so the first Michael Bay transform or no, Ninja Turtles was it was entertaining, but it was you know kind of a okay, it's a Ninja turtle movie, cool, whatever. And they made a sequel, and I went in with the lowest expectations I had for a movie in a long time, but I was much more entertained by it and the fact that it actually had some homage to the original Ninja Turtles cartoons and things it was it made me happy mm-hmm. <laughs> see and I like it when and I, I feel like that's because they listened to the backlash of the first one it was like alright let's cater to the to the fans a little bit and you know I, I feel like I like when studios do that yeah I, I understand that people want to have something that's new and exciting and blah 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 but if I'm a fan of something, I, I want to be catered to. <laughs> if I'm going to see a Ninja Turtles movie, I want to see a Ninja Turtles movie. I don't want to see something new and exciting. I want to see Ninja Turtles. And and we all learned how hard it is to cater to fans, especially with like a sequel series. You know, look at all the backlash for the new Star Wars and everything like that. So I think that's why maybe a lot of studios don't do the sagas or anything like that. They just do like two, maybe three, and then they're like, all right, we're tired. Yep. <laughs> what else can we do? I, I do have to say though, watched the new Sonic movie last week. Loved it. It was it was pretty entertaining, but with the way the movie ended, setting up for a sequel, that sequel looks if it's done right could be way better than the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, well, that's another thing too. That that's that's another podcast we could do too is movies that set up for sequels that never got their sequels because they didn't do that good of a job. Oh, can I throw Inkart on that list right now? Yeah, that was a lot down. Inkart was an amazing book. I felt the movie was pretty darn good until the end, and then they just completely butchered the ending because they wanted to write out the sequel. Mm-hmm. And there's still some yeah, movies there that, you go. that, that I, I, I really get in anxiety about because I wanted to know what happened and they never did a sequel to it and ticks, ticks me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll that's all another podcast right there. The sequels that never were. We'll save that for another time. And hopefully, for joining us this uh, last 20, 30 minutes, you, you've got yourself a few little ideas of how to keep yourself entertained. Maybe pull out some movies and sequels and entertain yourself. What do you say? I feel like what we should do is just do like sequel roulette sometime and just put a whole bunch of sequels on there, watch them, and just... You know, not in sequence type of thing and just see. 
You know what? You maybe know, we should so do it. enjoyable. I'm going to say this out loud. Maybe we should put together something for our listeners that submit answers for the movie Wheel of Death or something like that. And then we have to give like a, a live streamed tweet response reviewing the movie or something like that. Mm, I like it. Let's make it happen. Let's, let's, let's put a pin in it. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah. But I mean, speaking of sequels, we're watching, we're doing the home premiere thing of Charles 2 tomorrow. So that's true. We could also live tweet that. So maybe we should. Maybe we should. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, get geekish listeners. Thank you so much for spending time with us. Thanks to AIM Student Radio for uh, rebroadcasting the show every week. And uh, let us know on social media at Get Geekish channel what you think some of the best sequels in movie history are. And we'll talk at you next week. <laughs>